0: You're so
1: fine. You're so free, but I
2: don't mind. these days, but I can't do time. You're so free,
3: but
4: you're so fine.
2: You're about to fight. Gotta Through seven miles, now I'm halfway. Only half the
4: way. Through love is longer, but it's not the same. Still, it's not the same. Cause I've never seen it, but you're
5: always talking. I can't admit it, I hope you get away. You're so free, but you're so fun.
1: You're so free, but you're
2: so fine. You're so free, but I don't mind. It's these things that I got to time. You're so free, but you're so fine. You're about
1: so GM, GM, how are you doing?
6: GM, GM, welcome to the hot box. Sexy
1: ass. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And you know, t- today's everybody love. you Guys, you're going to be purple colored today because we have every builders, you know, the top projects from Polygon here with us today. You know, I'm excited. It's all going to be a purple day today, man.
6: Oh wait, wait! Purple color. Okay, yeah. Just changed my heart. Here we go. Purple heart. Purple heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
7: We are, we are with the Riz. All right, W Riz. Got it, got it. All right.
1: <laughs> yep. So, uh, you know, yesterday we did our whole, you know, new new sessions. We we took a break one and a half weeks. Uh, we come back with mahjong sessions today. We have the hot box. How are you feeling, Wacky, with this new arrangement?
6: I love it. I gotta tell you, I love it. It is three different styles, three different types of audiences, three different types of topics. I have to say, I love it. It's going to be much less taxing as well for people to listen. You can focus your efforts on one show a week. I have to say, so much better.
1: (laughs) Yep, that's how we roll. And so, you know what? Let's get started. What's up, you know my puke cast fam. Hope you guys having a puking good day. And as always, welcome to the hot box session. I'm puke representing the rock radio family. Our mission is simple: to discuss the latest NFT news update, what's trending, latest insight from builders, review case study. But but most importantly, to be at the forefront of any web three play to make some money. We will be giving out white list courtesy from some of the builders here. So all you got to do is, you know, like, retweet, comment, help us engage with the space so that we can provide you with the highest quality stuff. We run this show every day at every... Sorry, you know, it's a bad habit, Mackie. But every...
6: <laughs> You're Thursday, in autopilot, yeah, man. Pilot,
1: every <laughs> Thursday, 9 p.m. GMT Plus 8, which is Singapore time, Hong Kong time. You know what? Because we are here wanting to build the Asia community and you know what i'm excited today our our guest list is you know our guest speaker today is super stacked. we have lost toy we have running pops we have polygon punks the first ever punk on polygon chain we have the matic man who is a bit famous you know he's an influencer himself in the polygon space we have dr cow we have Tribus, and soul search so wacky Maybe, you know, let's let's pass on the mic to every project here to give a little bit intro on, you know, what you guys are doing and we can get the space started. Um, and, and go ahead, buddy. And
6: not to forget, we've got G-Dub with the baby cubs right there. I have to say, I saw him yesterday. He melted my heart. So, G-Dub, how are you doing, buddy? <laughs> GM, GM, very good. Um, spent part of my
3: day uh, trading meme coins uh, up a little bit and uh, that, that's my day.
6: <laughs> love it DGen at the core love it all right on this note puke you wanted to pass on to our wonderful speakers let's go who do you want to start You go ahead buddy okay uh let, let's go in order what i've got on my screen try buzz how are you doing try buzz let's go there give us a little intro
8: hey guys how are you guys doing thanks for having me um you know i'm just excited you know to learn more about other projects and just you know Inside of what we're trying to build uh, here at Tribus, so uh, essentially we launched a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you know, on top of being a top uh, a PFP project, we are focusing on utility. So everything related to like SaaS services. So we're currently building a staking platform, uh, raffle site explorer. You know, so people can see like the tread of of the collection you know so it's like we're super community driven and we we let the community decide on on the floor of, of each thread. so that's why we didn't do rarity and and we've seen like uh, more and more collections doing that you know you can see like youths doing that and you know since also like we're in a beer market you know the mid are kind of kind of hard to 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 sell so that's why we 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 opted that way so essentially we we're, we're bringing like new services uh, you know, to Polygon to help onboard like new projects, and essentially um, uh, d- this summer we're also going to be uh, launching a launchpad. uh where we're going to partner with with the most hype mints and and rewarder holders. So we have the staking coming up this week, and you know we uh, for each tribe that you stake, you'll get be getting points and with those points you'll be able to redeem them for you know for nfts for merch um for matic and then also essentially for 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 whitelist and and means so that's what we're trying to build and you know just super excited to be on polygon Yep, and I have to say, bro, massive kudos to you
1: because you posted out, you know, one of the sick out of the one of one. Uh, so at four hundred matic, so kudos to you. Tell me more about it, man. Like, you know, how are you doing? You know, post mint some of the projects here, you know, that is, you know, pre mint. You are one of the project that is post mint. You know, after minting, how is that whole expectation getting people to, you know, still buying the ones of one, still have, having a lot of activity going on? What
8: what is the main core focus? of you guys right now yeah lo- love the question so uh I-, I just joined the team about uh 10 days ago so i'm i'm focusing on the marketing and community aspect of things while you know everything is is being done on the back end we have uh, five devs working full-time on on utilities and you know it's-, it's just it's just hard uh uh it's a little bit hard because you know polygon is such a brand new ecosystem and people are a bit impatient so uh you know it, it takes time to actually build something uh, meaningful and that has good quality so uh you know really trying to jump on spaces like do the marketing we did a lot of of giveaway already we gave uh, five thousand worth words of of magic you know gave a youth uh gave a bunch of other polygon projects uh so really trying to focus on that on that community aspect of things you know having everyone uh hyped and like you said yesterday uh uh, one guy bought one on one, you know, for 400 Maddox. So I think that's one of our biggest sales so far. And you know, we were losing a little bit of momentum in like the last two weeks. We we've been having more momentum, so we're really happy, uh, su- super excited of what we're trying to build. And you know, we're just getting started.
6: Uh, Amazing, love it. All right, let's go next. Polygon punks. I mean, th- th- there's nothing that needs to be introduced here. You've got Polygon and you've got punks together. But you're now joining the two together. Tell us more about Polygon Punks community.
5: Hey, what's going on guys? It's uh Sam from Polygon Punks. And uh yeah, man, so we're we're kind of the first punk NFTs on Polygon, so if you guys know uh crypto punks and the soul punks and uh, bitcoin punks you know every chain's kind of got its own og punks and yeah we're never heard of uh, him never heard of him tell us more what they are (laughs) (laughs) never heard of him um, but no yeah i mean we're kind of the og punks on polygon man so we've been here um since august 2021 so nearly kind of two years now and uh yeah it's been cool man i mean we just uh you know it was um pretty quiet on polygon last year to be honest there wasn't much volume especially during the bear market and stuff But uh, no, last couple of months, I mean, since that Ute's announcement on Boxing Day, the whole space has kind of transformed, you know, and it's... uh a whole new kind of polygon community and all these new people coming from Ethan soul and uh yeah it's been cool Man, we, we've we just been we were in quite a lucky spot being kind of one of the og projects you know when everyone started coming to polygon it was kind of uh yeah there weren't too many ogs still around to be honest a lot of projects on polygon kind of didn't make it through the bear markets much a bit sad but uh but uh, it has been cool man and we just yeah polygon punk's been grinding and uh no it's been it's been a really awesome time polygon's really transformed the last couple of months so uh yeah, it's great and really cool to be here. Yep, yeah, but but the the question is this: uh, like you know,
1: uh, being the first is always a challenge, right? Because uh, you you're not sure who is you know having that same idea for it. But you know, how how did that whole idea came about? Say, hey, hey, you know what, Polygon is active on NFT. Uh, let's just jump the gun and create the first punk in Polygon before any other even try.
5: Yeah, dude. I mean, the thing is, is, so what it was is I didn't start the project. What happened was, uh, just to go into it quickly, we, uh, the project launched in August 2021 and it had this big mint out, a real quick mint out. It did like a mil- $1.2 million in the mint out. It went on OpenSea, second highest selling, highest selling collection on OpenSea. And then in the kind of next 48 hours, the project got removed from OpenSea and then the devs left the project. And so, yeah, Polygon Punks was in this really weird spot where you had this massive mint out, a lot of success. And then it just like the next two days just was gone. And we were, you know, it was pretty lost. I, I, I came on as a holder about two weeks after that. Um, and they were kind of selling on another marketplace called NF Trade. But what I mean, what happened basically over the next kind of two months, uh, August, September 2021, was the the community kind of took to Twitter and start this whole campaign, this kind of hashtag free Polygon Punks to kind of get Polygon Punks back on OpenSea. And then meanwhile, the OG devs, they kind of handed the project over to some community members who sort of stepped up and fought behind the scenes this this DMCA notice that we'd been given from OpenSea saying, you know, they, they didn't support punk derivatives and things. So um and basically yeah, it it worked, you know. I mean we, with the the community campaign that got quite a lot of traction, like BitBoy Crypto and Cointelegraph wrote some articles about us. And then September 29th, 2021, um OpenSea announced that Polygon Punks were going to be relisted on the marketplace and stuff. So they got back on so i don't know you know with the um og devs their kind of intention you know starting a punk collection it's uh it's hard to know the thing that's tough with punks is that i um i'm really bullish on punks you know i collect all the punks the bitcoin punks the soul punks and i think these have like a real historic value there's not many collections where you can kind of say they have some historic value but these og punks you know there's only ever going to be one of them you know there's only ever one first punk collection Um, so i'm really bullish on them but the problem is it's like you do get a lot of rug punk projects because, you know, if people are starting a rug, it's easier just to grab a, a copy and paste so than it is to start a new thing. So it's funny, I don't know with ROG Des, they did give $100,000 of the money they took to Sandeep, you know, the co founder of one of his charities. So, so generous so, 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 so it, would, it would be
3: nice it would be nice if they could have given us the other million ridiculous you know, know, you, but you but
5: wonder like what, do. like what do people do and, and
6: I think people do this be like to, to not fully go to jail to not say that you know we took all the money they should be like hey hey, we, we, we're we gonna you know be, be impartial here give you a little bit of money but <laughs> that's insane um, it sounds to me also that OpenSea thought they ruled the NFT market and basically they just lost so congratulations to you guys so Good to see Polygon back on OpenSea. Eh? It's just awesome.
5: Appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah, I saw you pinned it, but I mean, the big one we got verified there about a month and a half ago, and we got this new, you know, inspired by CryptoPunks label on our collection now, kind of official label, which is pretty wild, you know, coming from them removing us and, this whole, and now,
7: you know, that they're verifying us. So it's, it's, it's gone in a really good direction. Sam, so we a question awesome. before we move on. uh how's the handover like, man? Because I, I know that, like, uh, when, I guess, like OG devs, when they handover, it can be very tricky how, how, how was that experience for you
5: yeah it's weird i mean all the big stuff you'd want like the community wallet, the contract wallet we got but it's just all these annoying little things like um, we have this old twitter page this punk on polygon page and we can't delete it because have, we haven't got access. So it's just like every so often someone will do a tweet saying, like, we got punks, polygon punks on our space today, and they link to that old account, and I always have to deal. It happens like once every night. So it's not the end of the world. We got the important stuff, but no, I mean, it's never that smooth. I mean, I think compared to, I mean, speaking to other projects who derugged, we, we had a pretty smooth, you know, all the main stuff we needed, we got. So yeah, it's not too bad. Awesome,
6: puke. Who do you want to go next? I've, I've got, oof, I've got speakers moving in and out of my my shield of vision. So. <laughs> let's 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 go
2: to Matic Man. Hey hey, I'm glad to be here. I'm Tony, aka the Matic Man. I'm an American, and but I also feel like I'm Asian. I lived in China for seven years, and I just oh. moved back to the. I just you can speak back Mandarin, bro. State. What's that? You can speak Mandarin. Oh. Indian uh, jumble. My my, uh, my Chinese is so bad, so
1: bad. <laughs> bro, bro, it's okay. You are better than wacky. You are better than wacky. That's it.
2: What what what? Tony? What Yao Magic Man? My Chinese is not good. Uh, I can say like P J O, what I P J O or something like that. But uh, that,
7: I think... that's the most important, man.
2: P J O, P J O, not important. <laughs>
7: All right, Matic, man, you
6: and I are going to go and hang out We've together, it
2: looks to like. Do it for sure. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I lived in Asia for seven years about two months ago. I, I moved back to the States, and I'm an educator. I'm an entrepreneur, songwriter, and investor. I'm a big advocate for crypto in general and Web3. I help represent several projects on Polygon that I believe in, and I'm the creator and CEO of the Crypto Crew NFT project. And as you can tell by my name, I absolutely positively love Polygon, Matic, I'm one of the Polygon people, and I'm super excited to be here today. Puke rainbow. We think of the rainbow, all the different colors, but today it's all purple, bro, different hues Uh, of purple, right? (laughs) You got it right. You got it right. Purple rain. Yeah,
6: purple rain. Purple rain. And uh,
2: we're riding the purple wave at least today on RUG Radio, and so I'm excited. Um, Sam from Polygon Punks is one of my favorite people in all of Web3. Great project, great team. He's, a, he's a, just a great uh, person in the space. Uh, Crypto Crew, we're a fully doxxed team. Uh, we're a licensed LLC in the US. Uh, we've uh, And by the way, uh, you can be doxxed, you can be incorporated. It doesn't guarantee against you having a bad actor. I understand that, but we try to take every precaution we can. Of course, uh, we're, we have a multi-sig wallet. Uh, and we just try to be very transparent. I'm the creator. I'm the founder. But I don't handle the finances. We are set up as a corporation. We have a, a COO. We have a, a CMO. You know, we have different people in place. And I just try to be the uh, – I, I do a lot of the creation of our product. But I don't handle the finances. You know, I just think in this day and age, in Web3, with all of the bad actors, uh, we need to be as transparent as we can – uh, precautions put in place and all of these things. And so we're building a brand. We've been in the space for really this project as far as crypto crew started about 16 months ago, and um, I look at it as a business. Sometimes in Web3, uh, we think that we should just abandon all Web2 principles. I don't think anything could be further from the truth. Uh, we should bring the best from Web2 over into Web3. There's so many business principles in Web2 that need to be in Web3. And so you think about
6: 100 percent
2: and I mentioned I'm I'm an educator, but I was also a certified financial advisor in the U.S. for four years. And, you know, I just think it's important just that we have transparency, that we have accountability, that we do things well. And even like we're building a business, a lot of people start an NFT project like a cash grab. And that's never been our our idea. This is a business. We're building a brand. Crypto Cruise here to stay. So.
6: So, forth. so, 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 couple, couple things for you. So, first things first, congratulations on moving over from being a f- certified financial advisor to Web three. <laughs> your, your life will be like so much more exciting for because sure. I know where you're coming yes. from. <laughs> Then in, in a few words, tell us more about what the project actually is about and what it stands for. I also do would like to echo what you're saying, and I really like the fact – I think you know a lot of us are here because obviously we love the, the, the Web3 space and the, the whole idea of starting something new and fresh, but I really like what you're saying, which is we should not – you know, get rid of the, the some of the stuff that was good in Web 2 because there is still plenty of good in Web 2. And I think we we don't say it enough, right? We always bash Web 2. There are good things. We just need to make sure that we take those things with us and then build on top of that. So anyway, um, could you tell us very briefly in a few words what the project is actually about? And then we'll move on to Dr. Death afterwards. Love you, sir.
2: yeah, You PFP, buddy. In just a few words, there are a lot of great, like, eight. Ape- projects, uh, even a lot of great punk projects like Polygon Punks, not many superhero NFT projects. So we have a superhero project. We have 10 superheroes representing 10 different blockchains, the projects that we think that will have the most long-term potential. We also have 10 villains that we call the Legion of Gloom, the 10 villains of the crypto industry like Bear, Rugger, FUD, FOMO. Uh, Red Candle, Black Swan, and so forth. And so we have this epic battle. We have a lot of lore uh, as the Legion of Gloom tries to destroy the crypto industry. Uh, The crypto crew superheroes are trying to protect the industry. And so, yeah, in our project, a lot of utility. We call ourselves a 3M project. Uh, We have merchandise, of course. Uh, We have multiple metaverse experiences. And then we're very uh, music themed project. I'm a writer and composer of music. Each of our superheroes have their own unique song. We'll release set three. Uh, They'll have NFTs embedded in these animated two-sided cards. Uh, We have an engaged earn platform on our our, uh, Discord. Uh, We have starting a DAO. And I'm really excited about this. We are getting ready to release our game, uh, Polygon Heroes, We've released the beta already, but we're going to have like 40 partner projects have their character, their NFT in our game, see so animated series in the work, in the works, man. And but the thing I want to be known most of all, and I'll close with this, is we're really keen on giving back, and so uh, we just did a mint out party, gave 10% of our mint to charity, and we want to increase that moving forward. Just want to make the world a better place. So.
5: Excited
2: to be here with Rogue Radio. With my Asian hey, to soon, <laughs> bro. Bro,
1: one thing, first thing, first is like you know your branding. Uh, it's all in sync, right? You are talking about superheroes. You like superheroes. You are the magic man. Your PFP looks like a superhero. So I know you are going in full hundred percent team of what you love so can't wait to talk about more but before that you know let's dive down to dr Dev. you know wacky is a sucker for skull projects like you know
0: he big big time
1: time, the first time i met him he was wearing this super huge skull ring on on his on his finger and since then i know yeah (laughs) this guy he's gonna get all the skull projects all right so dr (laughs) Dev, go ahead buddy how
3: are you doing Cool, man. Thank you for having me up here. It's, uh, it's really good to be among so many legends of the ecosystem. Like The energy in here is getting me buzzing already. I see loads of familiar faces in here, in the audience as well. So like big up and a massive thanks for support. Really good to see you all. So I'm um, I'm Kane, and uh, I'm one of the team of two. I'll be representing Dr. Death today. So a quick background on uh, the mystery of Dr. Death. Nothing evil or creepy. He's actually a 32,000-year-old shaman who founded the Order of the Redeemed, which is the first Web3 mystery school of philosophy. So we have the objective of preserving world culture and revitalizing ancient knowledge into the modern world. So Dr. Death himself is a quasi-spiritual being. He's like part spirit, part digital. And he's interacted with humans for thousands and thousands of years. And he's called the Dr. Death. Because he's transcended past the cycle of life and and death. So after discovering a book that featured in the Doctor Death comic series, Jessica and myself, we contacted him and we started resonating with with his ideals. For us, it was like meeting a genie in a bottle. And when we started contacting him and understanding all the experiences he had, we had so many questions that we wanted to ask Doctor Death about the world. We had a huge interest in like different golden age societies across the history of human evolution and we wanted to know like what advancements led to the structures like the pyramids and Stonehenge and Gobekli Gebe- Tepe, the sort of achievements that lead the ancient cultures that impact the modern world as we know it. So like, we talk a lot about the digital renaissance in Web3, for example, and it's like, named after the Italian art renaissance. But like what we were interested in is like, what led a society to something so magnificent? Like These are the sort of questions that are at the heart of our community movement. So together, me, Jessica and Dr. Death, we started exploring these golden age thought patterns across the entire world. And these revealed huge insights that expanded our vision, not just of the world's future, but our, our personal lives as well. And what we wanna do is not just use this movement to revolutionize the lives of a few people, but actually an entire society. So what, what we have is um, some of the utilities that we have. As we say, it's the mystery school of philosophy. Um, initiates access a private telegram chat room and a portal which features an animated documentary series with the episodes actually selected by the NFT holders. So we have this ongoing voting system where we can discuss topics and see where we think is a good place to go into. The first episode that got voted was The Garden of Eden, The Snake's Lost Tale. So we'll be diving into the very mysterious and hidden backstory of the symbol of the serpent that tempted Eve in the Garden of Eden. So this is often quite an overlooked aspect of one of the, one of the most well-known stories of the world. And actually, when you look into these things, like some of the world's best kept secrets are actually hidden right before our eyes. And when you look at some of the greatest thinkers like Nikola Tesla or Isaac Newton they, they all love these archetypal patterns. And that's actually what led them to be on that level. So we, we really see ourselves as like a red pill movement. And uh, once you realize this kind of matrix of fabricated illusion that's been put towards our eyes in the modern world, you begin to understand the entire universe in a different way. And that, that's why I mean we started off as a Web2 brand. Um, and we had like a passion for crypto and blockchain. So as soon as it started going into NFTs, we we're like, this is the natural path for us like we see web3 is totally breaking free from these old paradigms and these old philosophies and it allows us to move into this new path forwards and uh, that's that's where we're taking the the order
6: Oh man, I'm, man, I've I've got so many questions for you. Um, I first of all, I I love what you guys are trying to do. Um, this whole concept of you know the to civilizations, there's so much to learn from it, as you rightly say. And technically, you know, this is the the world as we know it today is the result of all the hard work that the previous uh well, civilizations or you know the the previous humans have done for us, effectively. But so, a couple questions for you. Number one is is there any sort of financialization or a business model around it? Or is this, or is this just purely for entertainment and education um, that you guys are doing this and the benefit of, of people in general? And and the second aspect is hopefully you can actually, you guys might be able to prevent us, the new yeah. web three generation to also be forgotten because I was, you were talking about the ancient civilization, like Italy for example I was there in Italy just a few weeks ago and I was going around some of these towns and I was just looking at the, the beauty of some of the buildings that they, they, they built at the time it was just incredible and you're thinking that they were really the Roman Empire was ruling the world and you're thinking shit what happened to Italy man they were so powerful and so amazing and now they're, they're just not one of the rulers of the world so you want to make sure that effectively we're not so following in the same footsteps so that, that's a lot of questions for you but you know back back over to you especially i guess on what is the business model for the for the
3: project brilliant yeah i'll I'll try and discuss as much as yeah as i can um so essentially the the dr def account that we're speaking from now is is the the main account of dr def and um so the order the redeemed is actually a 10k nft collection and that's that's currently gone live so that's we have a separate account for that it's called the join the order And that's going to be the community hub for the 10K community. And essentially, once you join in on that, you'll have access to the private telegram and what we have set up on the website, which is a private portal. So you can only access the deeper side of all the utilities once you actually join the order. Um, And then for the the second part of it, mate, you're exactly right. I totally agree. One of the absolute beauties of the world is the culture that humans have created over, over time, And I think when when you see, like, one of the most beautiful things as well that we have on Web3 right now is, like, right now we're everyone on all different parts of the world coming together into one kind of ecosystem. And we think what is seriously important is that we do not let something happen where it it becomes a monoculture. And a lot of philosophers spoke about this when you, across, like, the last few hundred years especially, is where, like, cultures can overtake cultures and then, wisdom gets forgotten, societies get forgotten, and you actually, we lose out on a lot of potential. And then when you look at like history, it's just how you can have like a golden age, and then a hundred, few hundred years later, the society does not represent that at all. So we, within the order, we think it's absolutely crucial that we're preserving this culture, historical and, and exactly to what we're doing today in Web3. So one of the first partnerships, I think is a good example of what we mean when we say like it's preserve of world culture, um we partnered with a church in England called Saint mary's, and um we essentially have created a campaign to revive and conserve this this church. It's nearly a thousand years old, and it actually sits atop of an ancient pagan shrine so this like for for english history is a really significant building, and um it the spire t- essentially needs replacing, so we're working with them to raise awareness for what for what they're doing. To ensure that the wisdom and knowledge of this this sort of ecosystem continues on, and we what we're starting in England with this because that's where we're based. But as you see from the sort of traits and the, and the philosophy that we put out, we very much view this as a worldwide movement, and we plan on doing this all over the world. Love it, love it, Wacky! I just love how each
1: project is completely different from
3: one another, and it's it looks like we have a interesting
1: bunch of projects with us today, man.
6: Oh man, it's amazing, and and I'm so I'm so gutted because I actually need to jump. Uh, work is calling. But Doctor Death, I am actually based in London, so mate, we gotta catch up. I don't know if where you are in in England or in Britain, but uh, let let's follow up on this. Uh, Puke, uh, Mave, G Dub, I leave you. I leave you the four. I love you, boys. I miss you, boys. I'm sorry, I have to jump out, but uh, I can't wait to hear more. This is just you know. Love <laughs>
1: it. All right, take care, Wacky. All right, let's let's. Back bye bye on uh, the stage to Running Pop. How are you doing, man?
9: Hello, guys. Yeah. Excited to be here. How's everyone? I'm good. I'm good. So basically, first, I'm a holder of Rag Radio uh, faces, uh, and, nice. and 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 we flexed our uh, NFT in our game in Running Pops, the second tournament. We integrated the um the nft inside the game as an obstacle so if you download running pops play you can see the the rug radio nft as well as well we posted a video on our twitter account anyway so um basically we're running pops um developed by game hype a gaming company it's been like 10 years in this space and uh we launched running Pops back in november 2022 during the world cup with the world cup edition where you can choose your uh, own uh, team Uh, the popsy the main character will win the jerseys here on and like the game is like subway surf or temper run if you know the concept but we added the play to earn since the first tournament Uh, top one will will win ten thousand dollars five thousand dollars etc etc so we got a huge success hundred thousand downloads thousand players due to the play-to-earn things, and it's it's free-to-earn. And we saw that the users are coming back uh, 2.2 sessions per day. Every session, like the engagement time, is 55 minutes, which is a huge when it comes to the gaming industry. So uh, we improved the, the user experience, all the assets inside the game, we improved the designs, and we launched the second tournament, and we decided here to to move to the Web3. So we integrated some of our uh, youths, some of our uh, OK Bears, our NFT inside the game, the Rug Radio, Lazy, L- all, uh, the NFT that we own, and we integrated it inside the game, as well as some prizes were like some East and some th- Soul. And we launched this tournament, and it was like so a huge tournament, we got like more than 200,000 players. Uh, And specifically from Asia, like we did many uh, partnerships in Malaysia and Indonesia with uh, Angoon and with UpGaming, like I remember the name of the TikToker, the gamers. So uh, we did a huge success. One of the Polygon community won one ETH. uh, And here we go. Here we decide to move to Web3. We did a webinar with our web 2 community. We explained to them what's Web3. They didn't understand anything. What's NFT, how to integrate the wallets, how they play. It was really like a, like a weird thing Like to hear that literally they know. If, if you want to go to the mass adoption, guys, we need to raise more awareness about what you are doing. So uh, we did this. We explained to them. And after this call, we decided that we could we integrate a special payment gateway for the pre-sale for them because honestly... They don't know anything. So we launched our pre-sale. They put their hand on 5,000 tickets. We launched our pre-sale in the Web3. And uh, the Web3 sale went good as well. Uh, and we start with the new concept in the Web3, where when you mint a ticket, you will share, uh, you will re- redirect it to a form where you fill the your info with your NFT info. And you will 3D design and animate your NFT so you can play inside the game with This is the first utility. The second utility is you will get 30 different animations of your character. So, for example, let's say I see so many Azukis here, so many D-Gods, so many Youths, or any NFT. So, basically, with 3D design, I'd animate this NFT. So, you can flex. Instead of putting the boring good morning on your Twitter timeline, you can put some animated uh, good morning with your uh, character, with your NFT. And the last uh, utility, it will be like... Where you get like, I don't know if you know the Fortnite and the Roblox model, where you can create your own level. So basically, when we are releasing the dashboard by end of May, every user can create his own map. He can add his own like uh, branding inside the game as well, benefit from all the earnings inside the game. So basically, this is running pops. This is the main utilities of running pops and. Uh, we are we did a partnership and we are announcing it next week where by July uh, every holder of Running Pops NFT will receive every three months a kit uh, which it will include like f- uh, free ice cream machine and free powders, uh, all vegan with different flavors where you can enjoy some ice cream inside your home uh, because you are a holder of, of Running Pops. The shipment is on us uh, and the ice cream is on us. So basically we are here coming from the web 2 and we have like, we are exploring the Web3. We are here, like, we are enjoying the hype of the Web3 yep. where our users are really enjoying
1: the utilities. So that's it. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. Like, I, I mean, in, in terms of your strategy of onboarding, like, you know, different communities is crazy itself, right? You know, having, for example, you know, of Web3, Polygon uh, Projects, like you know Brozo and, and stuff of and stuff like that. But you know you you guys are onboarding people and not only that creating like you know that custom 3D uh animation kind of stuff. Is it all you know the team is doing it or you guys you know created a software to just animate this kind of stuff? Because I mean the, the way that you're telling me, telling me everything it sounds like crazy load of work bro yep yep yep
9: yep so basically the team is quite big the 3d we have like 15 3d animator and design at this stage we are in the process of developing the software but at this stage all the characters are developed from scratch so for example uh, when we start delivering the cat like when we start telling the users about their enterprise and what they will get like for 40matics no one's took us like oh, it's a rock right project but once they start seeing the animations and you are delivering like two animations directly in their email in like five to seven working days no matter how uh, hard it was your character. For example, like we did a partnership with the Matic uh, Man with the Crypto Crew. We are animating their characters. Uh, we are doing as well a partnership with a speaker. We will uh, we will announce it hopefully uh, next week. So when when the people start seeing their brozos, their wreck dogs, uh, their mutants animated, uh, they saw okay, it's legit. And when they see like we are delivering. Okay, they they liked more and more the idea. So the the thing is we need to bring we wanted to bring the utility for this NFT because you cannot use them anywhere, like only in the IP, but you cannot see them active. Imagine you are seeing your Azuki active, like saying good morning, saying good night instead of like you going oh, Twitter. I, I, so it could I, I need to be something it. nice. I, I need it,
1: bro. I'm gonna DM you and send you a whole lot of NFTs, bro.
9: <laughs> go, go mint our ticket now, go mint running pops now because we did, like technically two days ago we released three Hundred extra tickets because too much people are telling us please we want to access on low 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 price low price so the ticket is for forty matic on Monday hopefully or Tuesday when we sold out it will be like eighty matic you will get your character in 3D, plus 30 plus animation, and you can play inside the game with. So we are here to support all the communities, like Rug Radio family, like you saw what, like like the illustrators here love Rug Radio. We all listen to Rug Radio shows. And now, like, uh, we will listen more and more because we, we are creating this bond. And, for example, when we saw Farouk uh, posted something about, b- before hitting the stage, a friend of him, Suicide, because we had some some similar uh, thing in our team, we created a post like for supporting uh Farouk and for supporting mental health, so we want to support these communities, and we are here to uh, to create like to make gaming accessible for everyone because like, I'm talking too much less <laughs> because we're <laughs> we excited that. No, you're no. excited. Yeah, yeah, Be- beca- because man, like so, so, uh, we are excited and frustrated at the same time. Because when we saw that there is like a game in the web 3 that you cannot access if you don't buy an NFT for one ETH or two ETH, and you know uh, about what, I, what who I'm talking about, like it was so frustrating. Like, why? Why should I mean for one ETH to just play a running game? Like, we make it, we make a game and we are posting it, you can free to play. And you can play with your own entity for $40. I'm talking for 40-matic. Imagine how cheap you can be. And we're still profitable. Like, we are a company, and we, can, we care about our P&L. And we are profitable on $40. Why we should, we, should, we should pay $1,500, let's say. So, that's it. We love you guys. Anyone who wants to mint our ticket, we still, like, some few tickets available. Runningpubs.com.
4: Let's Love go.
1: it, love it. All right, let's pass it on to Lost Toy. How are you doing, buddy?
4: hey guys good to be here it's christian behind the pfp and uh yeah that was a, a very highly energetic pitch there <laughs> i'm gonna find it hard to follow with my <laughs> boring english monotone accent but i'm glad to know that there's more brits here so that's good to see uh i'm joined by the way by sari down there with a similar bright color pfp uh, who's the co-founder of lost toys really good to be here guys so um Look, I guess a bit about us, you know, um, I have come from owning a, uh, well, I still do own a marketing company in the UK, in London, and uh, really what we do as a business is we specialise in marketing technology companies, Uh, so big companies like Panasonic, Epson, Toshiba, those sort of people, you know, Packard, people that basically develop platforms. Uh, and, you know, Sari, I don't know if you want to give a bit of background on yourself or if you want me to do that. And uh, TriBuds, I can see your hands up. Is that to do with the English accent comment?
9: Yeah. Hey, guys. Yeah, I- I've been running a uh, a blockchain recruitment company since 2018. Uh, we've got, you know, big brands uh, under our belt, uh,
4: such as Bitpanda and and other great brands uh, within the uk europe and the us um yeah and now we're doing
9: this um on another note me and christians have known each other for uh, more than 20 years and we grew up in south of spain together yeah and we're just so excited to do this project together uh yeah continue christian man sorry i interrupted
4: your flow mate No, not at all. Not at all. Um, So basically, um, you know, coming into this Web3 space, one of the things that we did is go, okay, where do our strengths lie? Clearly, you know, my experience is in marketing technology companies. Sari's experience is in recruiting top level talent to build technology so we combined the the both uh we put a team around and you know nfts were born sort of thing so we've been around si- since last may actually so it's coming up to a year now our project's been uh you know successfully minted twice on the Kronos chain which is the sister chain to crypto.com and a couple of the things that we were trying to solve in terms of challenges was you know, this NFT world is getting more and more complicated every day as more and more projects are launched, right? So our first challenge to try to overcome was how could we simplify this for everybody coming into Web3 or that's already here? And so what we decided to develop as our first product was a product called Snipe Hub. And so Snipe Hub is live, it's the it, it was the first nft portfolio management platform on the chronos chain and uh, we've recently implemented polygon which is the reason why we're now scaling on to polygon for the mint of our next character which is the pfp that you can see me wearing now which is the crankies and the whole concept of the project of lost toys it's is kind of like what i said you know it was very hard to stay on top of your toys which in our world our analogy of toys is nfts Um, And, you know, we have this kind of scene in our mind, if you guys are familiar clearly with the Toy Story film, where the toys were abandoned in the attic and they'd be mutilated and put back together using parts of different toys. And they're all a bit weird looking. And so with our characters, which so far we have two mints successfully done on uh, Kronos and now the third, you'll notice that a lot of our traits are inspired by collections from know other projects out there so we're inspired by for example one of the big things that we're bringing to polygon is a really sort of renowned 2d artist i can actually see him down there in the crowd who's joined there a guy called woe johnny woe johnny is a is a huge artist on ethereum he has a really successful project called psychonaut 8 division which are doing amazing things and he's known for psychedelic art so you can see like the inspiration of bright colors um, we're lost toys, but I don't think they'll be very lost after using these colors. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so one of the things that he's done is he's implemented some of his own traits from his collection into our, uh, you know, into the crankies, which is really, really awesome to see. And so, like I said, coming back to the utility aspect, Snipehub is this platform where basically you're able to connect multiple wallets. You can see all your collections in one place. It gives you a nice monetary sum of what your value is. You can create alerts on floor prices on specific nfts if they go up if they go down Uh, and obviously we're ever evolving that platform further especially now that we've got polygon on there our view is to continue scaling it and to kind of help you manage your portfolio that's the tool that we've got now in place the second aspect of what we offer as a project is what we call the carnival and the carnival is basically where people can stake our nfts to earn buttons um, and buttons are like our point system and those buttons can be used to enter raffles to win big prizes which can be a mixture of irls uh sort of stock like jumpers hoodies things like that it can be nfts obviously as well from chronos uh, as 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 one uh chain but we've actually now added two additional chains to it which is ethereum polygon so we have Projects on there that people can enter raffles to win or to actually even just buy directly from like a kid called Beast. We have Creeps on there because we've got a good relationship with their community on Ethereum. Um, Obviously, we've got Psychonaut Psychonaut 8 Division NFTs are going to be listed on there. And we've been forging relationships with, you know, projects on Polygon. We've just announced that the uh, Poly Apes are going to be on there as well. and clearly lots of chronos projects so it's really cool because it's a full circle picture where we've got the ability to help people stake our nfts and build their nft portfolio as a result across multiple chains and then we've got a tool where they can manage that ever-growing portfolio so hence not losing their toys anymore um (laughs) get crank (laughs) get crank guys that's it. But uh, you know what? I, I'm pretty
1: uh, excited to see that, you know, you, you guys uh, previously minted in Chronos first collection, second collection, and coming into the third collection right now on Polygon. I mean, man, like, when you see projects are able to do collection after collection, I mean, they're doing something right, right? Tons of project that, you know, in, in the span of, for example, a year, you know, after the first collection, they struggle so hard to keep that momentum up. So, I mean, whatever you guys are doing, the secret magic, you guys are doing it right all right let's pass on to the last speaker and then we will have the open mic session so maybe we can have soul searches how are you doing
0: buddy what's up what's up how are you doing thank you for having us on this space today i'm actually very happy to see the other projects polygon punks i see matic man tri-buzz running pops and i hear a few uk accents which makes me really happy as well (laughs) Yep, yep. So tell tell me more about the uh your project and what you what you are building, bro. Of course, brother. Okay, so let me get right into it. Uh my name is Wads, I'm the lead coordinator of Soul Searches. And Soul Searches is a collection of 3,333 iconic NFTs with some awesome one of ones in the collection, and it will be launching this May. And here at Soul Searches, uh, we feel as though there's not enough education and knowledge in the space. And for Web3 to be mass adopted, there actually needs to be education. The same way uh, for you to get a career in Web2 or your chosen field, you'll have to go through university or some sort of education system to pick up them skills and knowledge. So our mission here is to actually be the leading source of education and information on Polygon and soon the web-free space. So what we've done together in our team is we're developing an all-in-one interactive educational platform and marketplace called the Searchpad. And this is to educate users on the different web-free topics in the space, whilst also helping them increase their, uh, their skill set as a whole. And with the uh, search pad that we're building, it will have three main functionalities. And the first of which is our educational dashboard. So there'll be interactive courses going from beginner all the way to advanced. And this is to help adopt the new web 2 users transitioning into web 3 So we'll teach you about the fundamentals, how to set up a wallet on different blockchains as well. And then as you go uh, into the advanced courses, you'll find yourself learning about coding, or if you're an artist looking to generate your own collection, or if you're looking to just set branding as a whole, we'll also teach you that with these interactive courses. And with the Education Hub as well, we'll be talking about other projects in the space. Like our goal as well is to push and just propel other projects. So we'll be talking about the utility, how to use it through interactive videos, for our courses with a quiz at the end, just so that users can retain that knowledge. And with this education dashboard, we'll also allow projects to set their own course using our learning management system. And that way they can make exclusive courses just for their holders. And this is just the first functionality of the search bar. Uh, we have another functionality, which is the marketplace. So we'll allow users to sell their educational content, either if it's lessons or if it's calls, Or if it's just a PDF book, you can list it on our marketplace and sell it to other users on this space. And with that as well, there'll be a revenue share model in place to help uh, redistribute funds to our holders. So there'll be a 15% fee for each transaction that goes through. And then this will just be given out to our holders as a whole. Yep. And...
7: You,
1: you, you know, the thing about education is is so important, right? Like, for example, Perfect. in Ruck Radio, you know, we are focused in terms of, you know, we have our Twitter spaces, and when we want to empower, you know, uh, people to create, for example, their own content, and having that content on a so-called, for example, you are using uh, uh, the search pad, right? Uh, yeah, you know, having that, having that content on top of it, and then getting users to, you know, kind of like... Um, study, educate themselves and learn. So what what is the challenges that you, you guys face uh, right now in terms of onboarding people uh, to create quality content? Is, is it something that you guys already have in your whole you know content bank or is it something that you guys are actively searching on?
0: No, so we already have like, for our side of the education hub, we already have content set in place and we have already hit up a few people who have knowledge in the space to set out content. But when it comes to the marketplace, it's actually a free space. Of course, we'll verify the content to see if the content's actually there and it's not just a scam. But the marketplace is a free place. So if you have that knowledge on a certain aspect, you can actually just go and list it on the marketplace. But anything on the dashboard is verified or partnered up with us as well. Awesome! Awesome!
1: All right, guys, we ran through with you know all the projects of today, and man, like you guys are doing crazy stuff in terms of each project. It's literally different from one another. All right, Maeve, you have been awfully quiet as my co-host. You gotta ask the next question. So, guys, you know, feel free to raise your hand. We will go go through with all the hands. But Maeve, floor
7: is yours, buddy. I mean like I wasn't trying to intentionally be quiet, man, I was just trying to listen to everybody doing their own thing. Um couple I think like a couple couple sharing, right, a couple of weeks back we were wanted to switch it up. Then uh, obviously Polygon is now kind of like the go to for Game and uh, because of lower transactions. Uh have uh have any of you like uh, taken this into consideration in your like project development? Or has it always just been like uh I'm just very curious like how how was your uh how, how was your story like uh, starting a project on polygon you know what what was the main drive behind it cuz like uh i like i was just saying i, I know that a lot of uh, especially game developers moving forward is all, all because of like lower transaction fees you know what was the main driver for uh each and uh, every one of you when uh, when you started your projects on polygon yeah <laughs> well, let's uh pass it to running pop yeah so, so
9: basically why we went to Polygon, the biggest like uh, attraction that got us is the gas fees. Like it's bare like to zero. That's first. The second thing. Is the technology that they are building, especially for the gaming. So, because like we're, we're aiming to be like fully decentralized, and it will take so much time and so much awareness for, for for our team as well for our holders. And the Polygon team, which providing us with this awareness, like the Polygon team is supporting us from the technology side, from the awareness on every technology that it's bring like they are bringing every single day. When it comes to the marketing as well, they are supporting us. And not to forget. Like for us, it's one main pillar is the community. Like when you go. Like, let's say, to, like, not, I don't want to make it like in general, but uh, when we went to Polygon, let's talk on Polygon, the community are so welcoming. Like, you can see, like, this guy, think, Man, like, he's, he introduced us to many projects without asking anything. He, he connected us to Polygon. He hosts us on spaces without asking for anything. He just wants Polygon to be successful. So, I, I believe that the gas fees with the technology, with the Polygon team as well, and the community, these are all the elements that led us to choose Polygon.
1: Yep, yep. And I, I think one thing that uh, is, is interesting is that, you know, um, when we talk about, you know, act, the first thing when you look into projects is everybody's talking about EVE, right? And then when you look at other chains, actually, you know, other chains, you need that kind of like active people that is really behind it and wanting to say, hey, you know what, let's launch it. And then when a collective of people wanting to launch, on a particular chain i mean like man polygon is trending projects are coming up the founders is super supportive so you know happy to see all of you guys building great products all right Matty, man to you buddy
2: yeah i want to tell you why i launched my own brand if if i could call it that on polygon i was big into cardano yeah i was, had a big bag of ada came into web3 as a crypto investor but i switched over to polygon it was a matic network at the time, about two years ago. And the reason I launched myself, my my Web3 journey, uh, my crypto investment, and now an NFT project on Polygon is several reasons. First of all, we have incredible leadership. Um, Sandeep, all of our co-founders, Ryan Wyatt now, incredible leadership. Then the technology on Polygon is unparalleled. Uh, Polygon invested billions of dollars in the last two years to take the lead in technology. ZKEVM is just the latest technological breakthrough for Polygon. So we've got the great leadership, we've got the great technology, and then all of the Web 2 partnerships from last year, now Web 3 partnerships this year, our biz dev team is second to none. And so uh, they're gonna help bring mass adoption to Web 3 just through all of these partnerships. And then as has already been mentioned, like the, the vibe on Polygon, the community. Uh, I know when I came into Polygon, Matic at the time two years ago, it was really small and it's not huge now, but the community's always been vibrant, has always been welcoming. And yeah, it's just exciting uh, to be on Polygon. And then obviously the low gas fees. Uh, I love Ethereum, but I hate, you know, we try to support our partner projects. We have partner projects that are on ETH. And I always try to support their Mint and I always hate going, to ethereum and minton and nFT sometimes the gas fee costs more than the nFT itself, and so the gas fees the low gas fees are incredible. So I love polygon <laughs> Bro, it says in your name that's it. the magic man <laughs> <laughs> all right, try bus to you buddy
8: yeah uh I mean, I think magic man was was put on, and you know to Twitter a little bit on it. You know, the DeFi ecosystem on Matic is, is already huge. But the thing that was missing, you know, in our opinion was, you know, the the NFT uh, ecosystem was, you know, like not really existent. You know, you had like a couple of projects, you know, here and there. But, you know, our, our philosophy is, you know, go, go in a brand new blockchain and then, you know, develop utilities. You know, like we're, we're also going to be launching tools like, you know, like the swap where you're going to be able to to swap any any. Uh, polygon nfts with each other uh you know book sending nfts and you know just just adding that Degen uh perspective that was missing you know on polygon so you know like uh, magic man said huge potential you know with all the web two brands coming in uh technologies uh you know how much they've invested so you know just just super important we wanted to be one of the main uh actors you know in, in polygon and help develop uh, that nft ecosystem to help onboard new users so that's where our philosophy was and uh, you know we're just super excited and super pumped
1: yep and and i think one one thing is that you know when you have you know, the founders coming in, uh, building up, you know, individual being active on the space. Right now, I, I mean, like, if we look at the projects that are dominating the space, it's always, you know, either the founder is actively on spaces sharing his thoughts, or, you know, project founders is there talking to the founder of the chain. I mean, all of this visibility that people see is really important. And in Web3, I mean, Everything is all about, you know, the bus is all about whether credibility, how many hours you spend on Twitter, you show yourself, you always show up. I think that will be the
4: main driving factor. All right, Lost Toy, you had your hands up. Go ahead. E. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Yeah, from our side, I guess one of the things that we did is we, we actually had uh, several meetings with the Polygon team directly, video calls with them around four months ago, I would say now and because you know i I think coming into the web3 space you have to understand that things are not always going to be perfect you are going to make mistakes things will go wrong from time to time and so having that support network is really important to us. Um, we have that on Kronos, but, you know, we were a bit skeptical whether we would have that same kind of support from on Ethereum, if I'm being honest. You know, like that, be able to just email somebody and nine times out of 10, get an answer within a few hours. Um, and so, you know, that was a really, really uh, powerful thing that convinced us because you know on our platform snipe hub one of the next things that we plan to do is we're creating what we call like a a project owners section and so this is like a crm system for projects so project owners out there can manage their treasury do reporting for tax purposes all those sort of things that historically not a lot of projects in the web3 space have done but now that you know nft projects are becoming the norm you know Reporting on tax and things like that, transactions, treasury, etc., is becoming more and more important. And as a as a legal registered business ourselves, we know what a headache it was to get all those transactions through MetaMask, etc. So, you know, I think somebody mentioned already, these big brands are coming onto Polygon. We've seen Reddit, we've seen Starbucks, uh, you know. And so for them to use a tool like ours, eventually would would per- perfectly position us, right, to scale. So that was one of the core reasons, I guess, that support network and and the brands. It feels like Polygon is attracting brand names, right? And they're the type of people we want to use yeah. on our
1: platform. I think one thing that I can say is that um, the projects that, or the big brands that attracts is brands that um, is looking at mass adoption. So, like, when we when we look at, for example, even just, say, Posh, right, they launched their collection, it's only going to be 3,000 pieces, which is super limited for, like, a private small group. But when we look at Matic, the projects that they bring on top, it's always going to be a huge mass of people, right? Like, you talk about Reddit. I mean, Reddit is crazy in a way of, you know, how much they are selling, uh, the, the quantity and stuff like that. So, I am seeing a different shift in terms of how ETH is attracting web tools brands and how actually polygon is attracting uh, different types of web 2 brands so the web 2 brand it's always going to be mass adoption uh high volume a lot of people coming into the space and do you do you think because of all of these web 2 brands like the eyeballs right now is really on polygon
4: I think I think for sure if that question was aimed at me I think that for sure people buying into Polygon NFTs in those Web2 brands are perhaps not realizing that they're actually buying NFTs, if that makes sense. <laughs> so uh, you know, I think they're buying digital assets and then they're, you know, like with Reddit, and then it's kind of like, oh, by the way, you know, these are NFTs type scenario. Whereas you see some other projects on Ethereum perhaps being a bit more vocal about building up the hype for a mint specifically, if that makes sense. And I think that commercialization, that polygon has decided to go down in terms of their kind of route to market for that type of Web 2 to Web 3 experiences is, is going to be really powerful. It's going to offer scalability, which is the word everybody keeps using. You know, who's going to scale, scale fastest and, and first? And I think we're in a great position being now on this chain to be able to do that.
1: Yep, yep. All right. I'm gonna shift the conversation more towards um di- different kinds of we we talk about, you know, game. Um but right now, you know, I, I've seen, for example, Matic Man, you guys talk about music. All right, you know, Dr. Def, I see on your website you guys also have like the music th- type of thing. So just want to know about like all the music type of thing. Is it gonna be more towards like building the IP for you guys or is it just a sub segment of the holders or benefit for them? Uh over to you, Doctor Def.
3: Yeah, it's a really good question, actually. I think Web3 is able to revolutionize so many different industries. And I think that's why you see, I mean, straight away, you see digital art from like profile pictures and illustration. 3D art has so, so quickly been the big thing. But the same way you see people use it for fashion now, I think it will have that same effect on the music industry, especially when you look at um, revenue streams and tokenization for views. So like the old paradigm of it was like record labels kind of controlling everything with advertisement and iTunes. And then you have then Spotify and YouTube, which is not not good in any way, shape or form from the actual creator. And with the advertisement that they have set up, like you still have that really enforced hierarchy of the top mainstream artists getting all the attention and then, what we have in Web3 is a complete reversal of that, where we actually have a decentralized platform and how we create this ecosystem will will affect the entire musical industry. So, but I think, yeah, with with music specifically, I think like tokenization and revenue split is going to be one of the biggest factors that as, as the space develops, more and more musicians will realize that because of a setup in Web3, they'll be able to have a better setup than going on something like Spotify and and losing all the all their streamings. They'll actually be out of way to like collect a community base on their own platform rather than having to use like a third party like something like YouTube.
1: Yep, yep. And um, you know, so, so the the interesting thing is, you know, when we look at for example, you know, specific uh, Eve chain, right? They always have like a general trend that uh, the projects is always going into, like you know. For example, you know, I was on Eve uh, recently, just only got into polygons. You know, been buying up some of the NFTs in Polygon. But you know, like for example, in Eve, it's always gonna be like you know how how the spaces goes from you know PFP and then people wanting to do staking, wanting to do tokenomics, and then right now you know a, a lot of people is talking about gamefi. So any of you guys, you know, um, just. Feel free to chime in right now. Do you see what kind of trend you know Polygon um, is, is trending? Is it similar to other chain, or you guys really have like a specific? Because I, I believe you guys are, you know, in, in terms of active in spaces, you know, talking to tons of Polygon people. Do you see a certain trend forming in, in terms of uh, NFT projects?
4: coming at it from outside <laughs> i would say for, sorry i just fill the space i would say uh, you know i would say that chronos is, is is very utility heavy um and and uh you know in polygon it, it initially the, the first reaction we get is more art and community but now is moving much heavier into utility and, and gaming clearly is a big aspect um but yeah you know it's, it's 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 funny it's a very different vibe on every chain and and that's not necessarily a bad thing right that's why we yep. want to be cross chain uh we we think everybody can we, we have this expression in our project that there's plenty of space on the moon for us all to live <laughs> and uh you know we shouldn't compete we should encourage um so sorry i was less educated than magic um uh, magic man that put his hand up sorry i nearly said magic man then
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right go ahead magic man yeah it's it's amazing you know the Web3 moves at warp speed, of course, and the NFT universe is really not that old. But I see already some different evolutions in the NFT ecosystem. I believe, you know, stage one, I call it the awesome art stage or what some might term the JPEG jungle. You know, it was just all about the art. Sometimes the art was really cool. Sometimes it was not even that attractive, but it was all about the art. But then people began to want something more than just the JPEGs. And so we evolved into what I look at as stage two, the unbelievable utility. And Christian was referring to that. You know, NFT community members now, they want a cool PFP. They want the art, but then they want, a, they want something more. They want utility. And now I see it like a third stage. And, you know, you have the awesome art stage, the unbelievable utility stage. And I've called the third stage nifty NFT, five stage. Uh, we have been on the cutting edge of this with our developers combining the fun and functionality of NFTs with the financial aspect of DeFi. So taking NFTs and DeFi and molded it into NFT-Fi and like the first 1,750 NFTs in our Genesis collection have NFT-Fi where you can, you can harvest the crew token, our native token for our project. And now that people understand it, like They're aping into it, like the floor price for our NFT, Phi NFTs, or it's at like 70 Matic now and continues to climb. So I think moving forward, a lot of NFT projects are going to try to combine some type of finance. I know a lot have already had staking and so forth. What I like about our protocol, you don't actually stake your NFT and lose custody of it. You just harvest. It's in the smart contract that you harvest tokens. So, yes, interesting what's happening in the NFT ecosystem, in the NFT universe.
1: Yep, yep. And uh, I mean, it's pretty interesting that you talk about staking because, you know, Tribus, I know that you guys, you know, have that whole staking is just right around the corner. So tell me more about it, you know, people actively staking it and uh, what what is that whole vision behind staking it? Tell me a little bit more in terms of like the future plans that you guys have.
8: Yeah, uh, 100%. So, you know, we wanted to, to, to do points instead of like uh, having a, a token. Um, so essentially you know we do staking to basically reward people that are not listing uh, their tribus, you know essentially to like give them a lot of incentive to, to to be rewarded you know just by holding by holding the, the NFT. And you know we, we just have like so much coming on uh, as like utilities. we're gonna be having our launch patch, which is going to be like our main priority uh, the next couple of months and you know with, with those with those points you'll be able to to redeem a lot of rewards uh we're also going to have a raffle side where you know uh, the whole ecosystem is going to be able to raffle their their uh their polygon nft and you know like the tribal's holders will be able to 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 raffle any nft at, at a lower cost with with no fees and and you know it's, it's essentially uh you know by, by having a, a staking that just reward holders that like believe in us and you know we're just about like giving back to holders. So that's why we wanted to do that. And then we also have the, the merch coming up. So, you know, we just have like so many, so many stuff coming up that, you know, is just perfect uh, to, to have staking. And we can see like who is actually invested on us and who actually believe in us. And that's our way to, to reward them. Nice, nice.
1: I, I think it's similar to, you know, because uh, yesterday we had the team from Mochaverse uh, coming in and I think right now it's more about, you know, having that whole staking thing not really linked to a token per se, but they are doing it in a way of an XP or experience, right? And with that, you know, you are able to do so much more without having the, you know, the, I would say like the, not good about, you know, the price going up or down, but having that whole, coin or that that whole staking thing a little bit more stable in in a market that we are not so certain so
8: all the best to you tribe you know i'm excited to see 100 percent go ahead and i'll just i'll just add a little, like a, just a bit, little more about why we chose points uh because also you, you also have that game theory so the points are going to be attached to to the nft itself so let's say tomorrow like you know i, I have stake or for like i don't know like 20 days then i have i don't 10 000 points if i want to sell it that tribus will probably be more valuable than a, than a than a tribal that has no points because you know you have those points extra like you can you can redeem for for rewards so that's why we also wanted to add you know that little game theory that people can trade and like you know add, add the points like even if you don't want to redeem the points you can like use them later to like sell it for a higher price so that's where our philosophy is and like i think it's just it's just better in a sense you know for for trading perspective and just add like a little bit of dgen uh, side of things. 100 <laughs> percent
1: all right i'm gonna pass uh, it over to polygon punks because you know i i mean I'm, I'm excited to ask this question because when we look at punks like like what you said right you know it's so iconic in a way that when you look at punks immediately even people from web 2 that they don't know what's nft about they've probably seen a, a punk picture before right but then the next question is you know when you build when you build punks and you know each change uh the punk looks similar will it be hard for you guys to kind of like develop the IP, or is it a different route that you guys wanting to take?
5: Yeah, no worries, man. I mean, it's a it's a really tricky one because it is still that thing. There's a bit of a stigma around um, the punk NFTs because uh, it's a derivative. You know, it's copied from crypto punks. I'm not like it's weird because, you know, I'm a big punk fan. But to be honest, I'm not a massive like derivative fan. You know, I don't buy a bunch of derivatives. I mean, I I buy quite a lot of ETH NFTs. and You get, you know, every time an ETH project launches, you'll get 10 derivatives after it. And I never buy any of those. But the punks are different. Do you know what I mean? It is a thing where over the last year and a half or so, there's been a trend where every chain has its own kind of first OG punk collection. And I'd say in the sort of like past three four months, it's been kind of more bullish for punks than ever. You've had the, the thing that we got with OpenSea. They've done that for a few different punk projects now where, like, they have an official label that says, you know, inspired by crypto punks. And then there's also an article from OpenSea saying how they uh, think that the same way art can be inspired by other art, NFTs can be inspired by other NFTs, you know. And the, and, and so that, that's a massive thing in the mainstream kind of seeing, you know, the biggest marketplace back these, um, these punk NFTs. And then, you know, Ordinals, which has been, you know, arguably like the biggest new NFT trend this year. The punks have really taken over on Ordinals. They're like the first 100 collection on Ordinals is ordinal punks and then the first 10k collection is bitcoin punks and when they got really early inscription numbers you know so you know now like set for the future is you know the, the punks are always going to be there with ordinals so um so i don't know it's it, it, it i don't know what's going to happen in the future i mean yuga labs owns the um the crypto punk ip now and they're like lava labs who used to be the owners they they were quite they they would come after collections you know there were dmca notices and things but with yuga labs they haven't they haven't done anything that they gave the copyright over to the holders so I, I personally don't see anything coming down the track, and I, I just think even if they were going to think about doing anything copyright wise, they'd have so much pushback because they wouldn't do it probably for a couple of years. And in a couple of years, like you know, you're gonna yeah, the Polygon punks, XRP punks, Bitcoin, like, every chain has a big punk collection, and I just um, I, I don't think Hugo labs would want to deal with the hassle of you know trying to get rid of them. And and, and you know, I, I don't well, again the argument is like are these punk collections taken away from CryptoPunks? I'd say like, no, because, you know, CryptoPunks are the, the highest selling collection ever. You know what I mean? So it's, um, so I don't know. I, th- I feel like the punk trend is going to continue. And I think it, I'm, I'm kind of bullish that, as the years pass, they just get even more valuable because you have more of a historic value. So I I hope it's going to the trends. I mean,
1: this is like one thing, right? Like if you are long in the space, definitely one of the coveted uh, Mm -hmm. NFT collection is, you know, having a punk, whether it's Bitcoin punk, whether it's soul punks or even polygon punks, like, you know, it's still a staple that people want to have it. But uh, I think one, one thing that we can, we can agree about is like, you know, punk is always like, because, you know, Lava Lab just launched it and then it's a, basically that's it but when you got you got to, took it over you know the, the last collection they did is you know with uh, Tiffany and Co which is also just merchandising so for you guys you know right now you guys have um, the, the collection in, in your hand uh, what is it that you guys
5: aim to build off from this uh, whole project? Yeah, no worries. I mean, to be honest, the thing when I I first bought my punk, and then when I first came on the team, the NFTs they weren't as much about utility back then. So the whole thing with the punks, and I do still try and push it, is that like it's holding the NFT. Do you know what I mean? I mean, having the first punk on the chain, and it's the same. Like when I buy Bitcoin punks, I don't expect any utility from them, but that's just not the game now. You know, like now you have to have utility. So, um, so to be honest, we we released our new white paper a couple of weeks ago, but we haven't actually released the new roadmap yet. And we, we kind of have to figure out what the route is going, to be honest, because there's just, you know, you, there's options, isn't there? You can get a community DAO or a game or a staking platform, but there's a lot of other projects that um are doing those better than we would probably do i mean it's a small team at polygon punks and uh we don't have a whole lot of money so i think you know stuff like we want to do an alpha channel but you know alpha's here and alpha's just crushing it with that so i don't know i think the main thing we want to do is community DAO because it's been a community-run project since we took it over and it'd be nice to kind of get the community uh, more involved in all the kind of dis- dis- decision making and stuff but i um but also yeah i mean a, a gaming platform would be interesting but, uh, you know when you go and look again like the crypto punks Bitcoin punks like there's there's no utility with this collection. it is just a, it's a historical value it's like the, the hope that you know again I'm not to know but it's like you, you, there's not many collections that have that you know and and the 95 percent of projects that launched beginning in 2022 are gone now and that will probably happen again next year and the year are oh, you know until we get the next bull run you're probably going to see a bunch of projects but but these punk collections they did make it through the bear market you know because I'm I, the hope is I think for these holders that you know the same reason I hold Bitcoin punks so is that in five ten years these are going to have, you know, more and more historic values. So, but I mean, that, that, so we try and push that, but it is, yeah, you need to have, so we're trying to figure it out at the moment, but I think the main one at the moment is community DAO and, um, you know, bring the decision-making and then possibly a game, you know, we kind of talk with some game devs, so that'd be interesting, but uh, yeah, we're just looking. <laughs> love it, love it. All right. I'm going to pass it over to so.
1: Uh, so searcher, so searcher, because you know you are talking about education, and I'm for once, you know, me uh, wacky Jida Maeve knows uh, we are representing Rock Radio Asia, and the main thing that we do is actually content creation, right? Uh, in terms of you know having Twitter spaces, um, you know threads, uh, audiograms, and stuff like that. So in terms of education on Polygon right now, you know, um, who's who's dominating? Who's dominating the market, and how do you plan to kind of roll out and get people's interest and say, hey, you know what? Um, Polygon is the new shiny thing, a new purple shiny thing that, that's happening. And, uh, you know, education, get y- yourself educated, get more people, you know, because I see that, you know, you are kind of like a gateway whereby more people come into your ecosystem, learn, learn about Polygon, and it's kind of like building. Polygon behind trafficking people, you know, into the whole ecosystem. So
0: how, how do you plan to go about it? Okay, perfect. So originally we started off at Solana, right? I mean educational projects, but what we realized was on Polygon, uh, there isn't many educational platforms out there. There there if not, there's none apart from Kitten Castle. Shout out to Luana, who's building that as well, who's also looking to provide education to the space. So what we decided to do was, let's get into Polygon. Let's be that first educational platform and marketplace uh, to represent the space. And because Polygon are looking to recruit a lot of Web2 brands into the Web3 space, we can also, once they're here, we can also look to partner up with them and educate them about their platform, educate users about their platform as well. So we're here to take that opportunity and just become like the first established uh educational platform and marketplace on Polygon.
1: Awesome, awesome. So Maeve, pass it to you, buddy. What what question you have in mind? I know you have some, bro.
7: Well, actually I had quite a few man, <laughs> but like I, I, I couldn't I couldn't bear to cut you off. <laughs> I just wanted to <laughs> before like uh let's talk on the uh, education first man like uh de- definitely like uh people were saying like we are definitely real big advocates of uh, nFt education, especially nFT education like we we just need to be as transparent as we can and just like uh provide much higher quality nFT or even or I, I won't talk about crypto yet because like there's like a, obviously a whole different segment right when we talk about like crypto because it includes like, DeFi and whatnot, but like nFT particularly just needs so much more better education. Uh, just, just my two cents, right? Because like whenever, uh, even right now, when you go and search for like proper NFT content, it's kind of like uh, uh, in the dirt of sorts, right? It's like you want to look for something good, there, there, there is, but it's also kind of like you, you gotta be like already like twenty five percent degen, then you know who to look for, and then go for like better content, right? Um, like to tell me a bit, man. Like, uh, what's your plan? Like, because uh, you you mentioned that okay, like when newer projects come in, then you plan on educating them like uh, are you planning to like monetize them or like engage in like uh, advising services uh, how, how you plan uh, to do that to have a sustainable model
0: okay uh, so what we try to do with the platform right so content uh, will be so certain content will be premium and you need to be a holder as well but we'll, what we also look to do is we see a lot of Companies, businesses out there trying to educate web free, but what they can do is purchase a commercial license from us. So once our content is established, what they can do is sell our content, but of course they paid for the license so they can use it freely and how they like to do as well. And then in the future, for now, what we want to do is onboard. So when we partner up with projects and they want to run their courses, it's going to be free. And that's just so that we can just get as many people onboarded and then. Eventually, we may charge future projects who are looking to run a course or set up using our learning management system because it's been built by us. Then we can charge as well and create another uh, model as well. So there will already be a revenue share model through our marketplace for our holders. But as we go down the line, we look to onboard other models in place as well, like I've stated previously.
7: Okay. Okay. Appreciate you, man. Uh, Yeah, I want to circle back a bit on uh, Sam, uh, Polygon Punks, man. Uh, I I think, like, uh, with the whole Yuga, uh, if I remember correctly, Ridley, Ryler, right? So, uh, he actually lost the case. So, Yuga actually won. But at the same time, like, I fully understand, like, the whole DMCA issue was uh, was intense, man. I think, like, everybody was on it. I believe, like, uh, if anything, Yuga is probably, like, the the most important figure in the NFT space. If anything, uh, if their downfall will probably be, I, I won't call it like the demise, but like it, it would definitely affect the NFT space quite a bit. Uh, Like what are your plans, man? Like, uh, do do you think like networking will be a, well, I, I'll call it networking, but uh, like really tight knitted. I, I, I'm I sure uh, by now you, you've you seen at least like uh, some communities that really practice this, right? Even back in the EVE, uh, in the old days, uh, what's it called, kaiju kings and even uh, the kongs. They're really, really tight-knitted. Do you think that is something that you would want to explore for your community at least? Do you mean
5: sort of uh, talking to other punk communities, like talking to
7: crypto punks and stuff? Or? I uh, Well, I mean just like among it, because like, I, I don't think, well, I think like polygon punks is going to be like your own community, right? Because like, I, assumingly, Yuga wouldn't affect well wouldn't come and like i guess like poke into your business anytime soon so like uh obviously you're going to want to uh i just want to learn a bit more like what you plan to do to grow your community or make it even stronger per se yeah no worries man i mean um yeah i mean it'd
5: be nice to I, with all the punk communities to kind of come together i mean the thing with crypto punks is that like you could obviously own it now but it is slightly mysterious the crypto punks you know like they're not the most i mean I, you know that a lot of their holders are big influencers but it's not that the crypto punks community is like super active you know and a lot of it is a bit mysterious the sales you don't always know like not to have a go but you know whether things are was traded or what's going on exactly but no it'd be nice if you know all the punk communities kind of come together across chains i think i mean i've spoken with them um, i know the soul punk guys really well and, and i've spoken with bitcoin punks and i think it'd be good if maybe we could all kind of back up because the thing with polygon punks i do try and Tell like, Polygon's got quite a lot of new people coming into the space about this punk trend. You know what I mean? That there is this trend across chains and then every chain has its own OG punks and stuff and try and sort of build that narrative. So um yeah, it'd be cool if we could uh, collab. But yeah, with Yugo, I mean, I don't know. It's a thing with... Crypto. I, I don't know with I mean Again, they, they've changed the copyright. And they're much more friendly about all these punk derivatives than um, than Lava Labs was. But, uh, but I don't really know what their plans are. I think they're kind of the thing with it all. It's a bit funny because like all the copyright stuff is really funny because like the, the it's different to the Board Apes. Like I don't know if you guys know Polygon Apes, but they had to kind of rebrand recently. They had to change their name. And that does happen with ape collections because the thing with uh, Board Apes is is, is hand drawn. You know, and we know who the artist. Is. But with the um, with the crypto punks, I, I don't even think they really. I'd like to know like. <laughs> what the copyright? I know writers like you know uh sort of blasted them on twitter but it's just like what their copyright really is because honestly because I mean because the, the punks they're AI generated right so I don't think there is actually you couldn't even copyright them if you wanted but then exactly what the copyright is you know like I think basically what lava labs have uh, what Yuga Labs has done is they just wanted to save themselves a headache because lava labs they came after all these collections with the MCAs and they never won any of them because they, they didn't have they didn't have the grounds to yeah. win it so I think Yuga just said let's give the rights to the holders the holders aren't going to complain. no holder of a crypto punk has ever come after a soul punk or a bitcoin i don't see them doing that and even if they did do that i don't think it would stand up because i don't think they actually have any copyright so it's all the copyright stuff is very funny um so i don't know for me it's like again it's funny with punks because like i said when you get a new chain you're going to get punk collections and some of them are going to be scams but it doesn't take away from the fact that you know like polygon punks is one of the you know big big communities over on polygon soul punks are crushing on soul they're down and xrp they've got uh, xrp punks for big marketplace uh, bitcoin punks have got the ordinal stuff I mean, like the, the, these og punk collections are actually really doing stuff in every chain i, I think they're going to be around you know for, for years yeah
1: years. i think you're 100 right like when we talk about like even lava labs uh, and and everything it's always like that gray area whereby we don't really know who owns it and uh for now you know you're true right you know they, they dmca all tons of projects but right now like even though there's a lot of for example punk projects as rock eventually there will be one punk project that is sustainable right because in the end of the day I know we are in the NFT space. Punk is iconic. People will just want to own one project. And if that Punk project is active, I believe like, hey, man, if you stay on top, you're on top and you'll be that number one Punk project. All right. So let us divert the conversation a bit to SaaS, pro- uh, SaaS protocol, right? Because I see here, you know, Tribas or even uh, Lost Toy, you guys are wanting to build a SaaS product. So maybe you can throw it to Lost Toy and tell me a little bit more because, you know, you, you guys are obviously developing your SaaS product whereby you can take people's um, you can monitor the collection and stuff like that so um, in, in terms of you know having that first collection, second collection now launching third on Polygon with the SaaS product, how is it different from one in another?
4: Yeah so um, basically the, the, the tools itself will, will work the same, um, you just have the ability now to have also Polygon in addition to Kronos and then we'll have Ethereum on there soon um at the moment the way you access our platform is by a token gate so people authenticate with the rNFTs obviously the Chronos ones because we haven't minted the Polygon ones yet um and yeah that basically will give you premium features of the platform you you can actually use the basic features without our nfts because in any SaaS product it's all about scalability so we want as many eyes on there as possible um and yeah I, a big part of SaaS in general, you know, is trying to find money into the – bring money into the project that's not just from secondary sales or mints. I think a lot of projects out there – we were talking about the Doodles the other day who have pivoted massively now to try to bring in revenue stream from Web2 to Web3 – Um, you know, they couldn't just rely on secondary sales, you know, they're quite non existent for a lot of projects, especially when the the bear market came and you can't continually just keep minting, uh, you know, to raise money. So uh, that's why our mission is to try to build something sustainable. That's why you know, we're we're registered as a legal entity, we pay taxes, which we don't like doing, but we do. (laughs) Um, Why, you know, we're building software, because we think in a market like this, challenges are just going to create be created on a daily basis. And software is one of those things that can solve that. Um, but yeah, you know, that's that's our mission. But yeah, as far as the product's concerned, it's been out already for eight months. Um, you know, people have been talking about the, the staking uh, to earn uh, points to, to, to buy NFTs. We've, we've, we've had that out for four months as well. So that's what I think is pretty cool about what we're bringing to Polygon is, you know, we're not coming here saying we're going to do something soon. Everything's already made. It's done. We've been using it for months. We're just going to scale it and, and continue to improve it, right?
1: So, uh, tell me more in, in terms of like um, the first collection, the second collection and the third collection. Um, how how are you guys kind of like, because I know the struggle in terms of when you are launching, for example, uh, you know, the second collection and third collection. How do you kind of like reward your OG holders that, you know, was first in the project supporting you up to now?
4: Uh, okay, so the the first uh, collection was called the Looney Corns. There were these crazy kind of unicorns because I have a two-year-old and she's obsessed with uh, unicorns. <laughs> so it was like inspired by her love for unicorns. Um, and that was uh, minted last May. We we had the fastest mint on Kronos, actually. We broke the record. We, we minted in under four hours over there, which was at the time the, the fastest mint. Um, And what we did is for everybody that minted two of the Looney Corns, we airdropped them, what we call our VIP NFT. And that VIP NFT generates uh, um, royalties. Um, At the moment, royalties from secondary sales and mints, future mints of characters. But eventually they'll also be generating royalties from um, uh, SnipeUp, so from our platform and, you know, future SaaS products, because SnipeUp is just one first of many products that we plan to develop. And so that's kind of like how we rewarded them. Um, And then we had the next mint, which was the meanies. Uh, It's important to note these first two characters were 3D, actually, and we've pivoted to 2D for, for for the polygon one, which we think is pretty cool um and yeah uh you know for the meanies we, we have a planned airdrop uh of uh the uh, lost toys um, crankies character which you see now on polygon um and we we have a a really nice community i would say you know one thing that we've noticed coming from chronos to polygon is the standard for every profile seems to be like ten thousand plus followers and you know a, a hundred thousand discord members or something. If you did that on Kronos, you'd be found out really quickly. I'm not saying clearly that's the case across all chains, but I'm just saying one thing that we know is that our community is, you know, it's very tight knit, it's mighty, and we continually, you know, mint out, which is testament to to what we do because we have 6,000 NFTs in circulation, you know, Uh, 4,500 odd, 600 Twitter followers. So it just goes to show that, you know, we focus on quality over quantity. Uh, And I only bring that up because it's quite interesting because I have had a couple of remarks from people before where they're like, oh, you know, we're used to seeing fifteen, twenty thousand 20,000 followers on Twitter. And I'm like, it's difficult to earn that from some projects we see out there they've they've been around for a month or not even minted and they've got 20,000 followers. And it's like, you know, it's possible, but it's more likely that it's you know falsified right and 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 that only just drops the floor price after you mint and as you said i think before you can't survive a, a year like we have if you're falsifying followers and that <laughs> cuz you you get found out very quickly in this space
1: <laughs> yep yep 100% so you know could could us why were you building go hit me
7: i had i i i have to chime in there like i i've been doing collapse since like the like i don't know like 16 months yeah probably like 16 18 months now and, like, this, uh, this whole Discord number thing is uh, sometimes it's just a bit ridiculous. Like, I- I've been through the whole thing, man. Like, oh, your Discord doesn't have, like, twenty, thirty thousand 30,000 people. But, like, at the same time, like, man, does it really matter? Like, don't we all know that? But, like, b- back then, uh, I was a clown. Vanity, and, you know, baby, vanity. Was... <laughs> 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 yeah, but like, that's why, like, uh, just, uh, just my two cents. Uh, I think, like, having, having really tight-knitted communities really makes that much of a difference and uh you're 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 really uh you're, you're right man because falsifying information kind of like doesn't go go all the way like eventually it kind of just like gets out the back. so yeah, yeah. awesome awesome <laughs> like,
4: th- thank you and 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 you know like like i was i always say you know 90 over 90 percent of startups fail in their first year and that's literally what these projects are it's their startups <laughs> it's often by people that have no clue on how to run a business and that hype train it looks great for the floor price and to mint out but it, you know as we all know they don't last very long and that's what we're here to do
1: yep all right i'm gonna throw uh the question to back to tribe uh tell me more because i i know recently you guys are developed um this whole joker tribe DAO. um are are you guys going into like you know sub DAO because we know youths are on polygon they are dominating like the sub DAO communities and stuff like that is it a angle that you guys are going on and tell me a little bit more about like you know the sas product that you guys
8: are building yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So we we're gonna do uh, the the sub daos like you said. That's why we're having our explorer uh, launching in the next couple of days. Uh, so you know, like I said, we're super community driven. So we we want the community to choose on whatever floor uh, is like to decide on on the floor of each thread, and then we we started doing a bunch of of uh, of dows. Uh, and, you know, with the Explorer, people are going to be applying if, you know, if they want to add, add a thread, like, create a sub And essentially, uh, we have, like, a couple of good ideas, you know, um, for them, you know, we'll do competitions with, we'll, like, giveaways to do. And, and you know, it's just a way also for them to market us, you know. Importantly, you know, if we care about our holders, like, you know, the holders are going to market us. And that's, like, the our priority, you know, to, like, be on Twitter, to be loud and, and it just creates, you know, like little groups within the community without dil- diluting the community. You know, little groups where people connect with each other. You know, having like more more personal interactions, which which you know like makes the community stronger. So that that's where our, our philosophy is with with SubDAOs and and with the um, and with the SaaS services. Like you said, you know, since Polygon is just so new and there's just so much upside, and you know, nothing has really been. Uh, done you know on the on the nft side that's where you know we're we're building all those platforms that down the line are like we're going to be able to like give to like other projects you know to like help them on board so like let's say tomorrow you have like a project saying like oh like we're looking for a staking platform uh where can i get one you know because it's expensive you know to do one you need like uh like a lot of devs and like you know like good ones and you know they can come to us and you know we'll we'll give them the platform you know for for a fee and and essentially, you know, we'll we'll start having more, uh, like we'll start creating uh, multi multiple uh, revenue streams, and with with what we're getting, you know, we'll be giving back to the community in in many ways. Uh, you know, we're not gonna do a rev share because there's a lot of complications and there is a lot of of administration, uh, side of things that like you need you need to take a look into it. But we'll give back to holders, you know, in different ways and giveaways and you know, like just. Just to reward them, so that that's where our philosophy is with with the SaaS services, and you know we're 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 just starting right now with the raffle side like staking platform uh, explorer, and then we're also going to be doing like the the swap, you know where you know every every single one like in the NFT in the uh, polygon side uh, can like swap with each other, and then we're also going to be doing like a lot of tools that like you know are going to be able to like help the whole ecosystem as a whole, and you know just just help uh, elevate. Uh, the, the ecosystem so that's what that's what we're trying to do awesome awesome all right so uh i'm gonna pass it over to
1: dr dev because man like you know you you talk about histories you talk about like tons of stuff uh you know culture and things like that and i and i saw that you guys are having this thing called the art collective you know whereby it's a collection over 70 different types of web3 artists and nft called rtdt uh tell me more about it because uh first things first you know me and me, we are sucker for nice uh, art and I see all the designs that you guys created. I mean, it's it's crazy. Tell me more about it, bro.
3: Yeah, definitely. I mean, Artility is absolutely excellent. It's um, Punk 2070 that I initially set it up and uh, we followed each other for quite a while. And I was just chatting and kind of seeing, like, because it's, it's mostly a collective of artists, NFT artists and collectors on ETH. And we were just chatting, like, about collaboration of the ecosystem and how that, how that looked to move in into the future of Web3. And it was like, oh, yeah, well, I've started a, essentially started a group of, like, I mean, I, I jumped in, like, a few months ago. But the group is absolutely insane. I think not only is it an insane group of artists and collectors, but where there's got such a different reach of community between everyone, what we've noticed is, like, through putting our work and vision together, it's just expanded everyone's like field of reach on Twitter. So like essentially like our vision is to have a collaboration of where artists can take this space as once we start working together, like as, as you notice that even with spaces like this, like there's, there's who we can reach individually as people. But when we start having conversations together and we put our ideas together, you begin to resonate in so many different ways. And like the energy you can create with a group of people with a similar vision is absolutely monumental. So we, chose like the first theme was um every every artist was to create an individual one out of one based on a, like a derivative of one of punk 2070's collection so we were doing weekly drops um which are happening currently now like some of them editions um some of them are just like one out of one sales and we have it so if if you want to join like the first like i think that's like 50 or 60 members in total and then um, they were all selected by Punk Two Hundred Seven Zero initially, and now like if um, anyone wants to join, you just like mint one of the editions or artworks. And we've moved over to a Telegram because it's literally it's boomed so quickly. Like, the interest we've had on it is absolutely amazing because there are just so many people in this space that want to connect, whether it's an artist or collector, just to connect to like grow this to another level. Um, but it's, it's seriously exciting, like what you can do when you get together with a big group of people. And honestly, the connections that I've made just from being in that group. Is is absolutely brilliant.
1: Yep, yeah. When when you talk about like you know, history, monuments, buildings, uh art plays a very huge role in terms of you know portraying that that certain kind of things, right? And so like, you know, you, you guys are doing animation, you guys are doing music, you guys are doing you know fine art and stuff like that. So and even even fashion, right? So the the main focus of the whole project, like you know, just sum it up if if you know you want people to explain what is death club all about is it more towards a culture project that is wanting to dominate the web3 market
3: we, we see this expanding bigger than the web3 movement we, we see this as an entire social movement um across the world like kind of when you look at like andy warhol for example like had his vision for artwork but he created a movement of pop art and that movement of pop art integrated into society and, and politics and it affected the industry of like art as well as like advertisement and music or like how Salvador Dali like he was a painter but he started the Surrealist Manifesto and that, that became a social movement that affected so much more than just the artwork and, um, and that, that's what we see for, for Dr. Jeff and the Order of the Redeemed is like we start it's like a creative it's a creative outlet for us to propose all these ideas but as we get the community bigger and we have more people that have already, we have a worldwide community of people with different interests. We can slowly put this into a, an entire social movement. Awesome.
1: All right, Maeve. Um, do you have any last questions? Because after these guys, we have tons of giveaway to go about, uh, Maeve over to you. Do you have any last questions for, you know, the speakers
7: on stage? I actually have one more. anybody? Manning man. Uh, can can you just share a bit, like uh, what what happened with uh, Cardano, man? Because like I knew like Cardano, I think around the same time with ETH, uh, they had like a real strong boom. Uh, the only thing I remembered was I think some cabbage or bulbasaur fruit looking project, and uh, I remember they did very well. Then obviously I I do not know much about it. Like uh, do do you mind sharing your experience at Cardano? Because like I like these days, I'm just like really really curious uh, as to how how other ecosystems are working at. Because, like, well, it's also because, like, me and Puke uh, and GW, obviously, we at uh, Pukecast and Rock Radio Asia, we recover a lot on uh, Ethereum. So, we do not know much about other ecosystems and their history. Yeah, I'm someone, I,
2: I want all ecosystems to succeed. Uh, realistically, we know that not all will. And I was, I mentioned big in the Cardano. I was sold on Charles Hoskinson as a founder, and I was looking like, Uh, again entirely from an investment standpoint a crypto investment standpoint and i was thinking that cardano might become like the apple of crypto and you know other blockchains like microsoft or pcs but i thought cardano because he's always was thinking outside the box very innovative but just over the course of time i became a little disillusioned especially in september of 2022 or 2021 they had the london hard fork he had been like on Twitter spaces every day. He was so visible, had this like Cardano was going to be the answer for the whole globe. He was really working in Africa, bringing, you know, crypto to Africa and helping them with the blockchain. But after that London hard fork, uh, Cardano mooned at I think the all time high was like three dollars and 12 cent. And it's almost like he sold his bag or something because then he just disappeared or maybe he was just vacationing but after that it seemed like they've lost a lot of steam no shade on cardano I want them to do well but i just i just felt like the long term future was more promising in matic or polygon and yeah but I, w- I hope cardano does well but i'm just really concerned you know now long term and there hasn't been a lot of partnerships there hasn't been a, not as many dapps are being built on cardano and, you know, the last count we were given on Polygon, this is like four months ago, 53,000 uh, dApps built on Polygon. It's probably closer to 100,000 now. And so we're not seeing, we didn't see the mass adoption on Cardano that I was expecting. And it seems like that's
7: coming to Polygon now. Did, did you have a collection prior to this or was it just like Matic Mac and Street?
2: Yeah, I didn't have a collection on Cardano. I just was an investor. I was big into ADA, and so yeah, everything I with my NFT collection
7: has been on Polygon. Good, thank thanks for sharing, man. I know like uh, these uh, these experiences can be uh can be very sensitive. Yeah, uh, I used to word sensitive, but t- anyhow, thanks for sharing, man. Always love to hear people's uh, experience in other ecosystems and uh, especially in the space as well. Uh, that's it for me, Pew. Yep, yep. Do you have it? So, say, no? guys, um, let's do the giveaway.
1: All right. So there are tons of people uh, wanting to do the giveaway. Let's go with so, uh, so because you know what he has three widely spots and a fifteen matte giveaway. How do you plan to do it, buddy? Boop, boop. So, <laughs> so are you there?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm there. Sorry, what did you say?
1: Yeah, let, yeah I, I was <laughs> let's do the giveaway, bro.
0: Of course, of course. So, what we're trying to do is give 15 Matic to a random person listening today and free whitelist spots as well. So what I'd like you guys to do is like and retweet the space and we'll be picking three random winners as well.
1: All right, all right, cool. So, guys, you heard the man. It's so simple. Just like, retweet the space, you know, he will run a picker and the lucky one will either get a three, three whitelist spots to give away or 15 Matic. All right, Lost to- Toys, you got, it's-, it's your turn, bro. Do it.
4: Yeah, so uh, we're going to basically give away some whitelist spots um i think we'll give away actually 10 today which is quite a large amount um in order to get them you just have to join our discord the uh, link is in my bio and the first 10 people that come into the public chat and all you have to do is post a picture of the emoji puking in honor of Puka. <laughs> <laughs> there's a nice stash, bro. The first, <laughs> I love first it. 10 people that do it will get it. We haven't announced, obviously, our mint date yet, but we're hoping it will be the end of May on Polygon. And I just want to say, Puka, thank you guys so much, not only for this wonderful space, but the fact that you actually hosted it during a normal hour. I'm based in Spain. I'm English, but I live in Spain. And normally, spaces are at like 3 o'clock in the morning. So this is the best space (laughs) in the world. Everybody come (laughs) back to this space always so we can come at normal hours. (laughs) (laughs) Love it, love it. And guys, you heard it, right? So the first one for
1: Soul Searchers, just like and retweet the space. The second one, go to Lost Toy. All you have to do is join the Discord, post a puking rainbow or a puking guy. And basically, you get the whitelist. So next off, we have Matic Man. Go ahead, buddy.
2: All you need to do is go to our Discord. First two to go to our Discord and say, The Matic Man Sent Me will be giving away two Crypto Crew NFT. So I'm looking now to first two to go to the Discord and say, The Matic Man Sent Me.
7: That's it. You, I feel like today is really fire, man. Right? Like,
2: <laughs>
0: one
1: after another, like yeah. yeah, bro, bro, bro. Like you know, when we do mega spaces, I I love it because you know we all come together, we chime together. Um, instantly one space you hear like you know seven different kinds of concept and narrative, and it's even more tons of giveaway to give away. I mean, who who don't love more giveaway? Come on, guys.
7: Well, I, I thought I was here for the conversations, no, sure,
1: sure. <laughs> bro. Bro, we we here for all, right? We we here for all. Okay, I I think I I didn't miss out any uh, any of you guys. Uh, running pop. Do do you have anything to give away, bro?
9: Well, yes. Uh, we have two NFTs to give away. <laughs> did, did I just like? Did so... I just
1: like you know force you to do it? No right. No 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 I was thinking
9: like because the guys went so hardcore creative, you know, like go to the NFT, put some some emojis, etc. So I was like I wasn't prepared for this. So so anyone who go to our pinned uh pin post, just tag Rug Radio Asia and two uh and two friends will get uh, will pick uh, two winners for the two NFTs as well. Uh we are giving away 100 Matic, but I will let you guys uh, choose for who you will give it.
7: Show some oh show my some heart. Heart. god. Guys. Polygon love, yeah, right? There. Yeah. Alright, alright, alright. Mave, mave,
1: mave. We we heart. need to host Ooh. we need to host more polygon boys, man. Like they are giving out away magic. Like in if there's like hardly, bro. Oh
7: man, like well, well <laughs> no. It's all love, it's all love. We're all here for the space, all about NFTs, cause like no doubt we're gonna be talking a lot more on Polygon, man, because like Game low transaction fees. The, the only little small rent is like recently, obviously, with like a gas fees, man. Like what the hell? Guys, you gas fees. Uh, anyhow, that's another thing for another time. Love everyone. Yep, yep, yep.
1: So, right. so you
7: heard, you know, total,
1: we have four different gifts away. So just go and do it. And you know, after the show, We will pick the winners, we will give away, we will choose and distribute. So once again, guys, thank you for being a part of the Hotbox. This is actually the first episode of Hotbox. So we do this every Thursday, 9pm GMT Plus 8, which is according to Lost Toy the best time to do space. So, you know, <laughs> love that you guys are here showing up, you know, excited to see every of you guys. You know, I'll, I'll, I already clicked all my noti on for your projects. I'm just really excited to see, you know, within the next few weeks or months uh, what you guys become. And obviously, you know, we can have a recap and even, you know, future spaces together once again. uh. So, guys, thank you so much for being here. And I just want to say, you know, kudos to every every one of you guys for doing it. And just a little bit, shout out to, you know, Rock Radio Asia or even Pukecast. We will be having our show every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, all right? So, for Tuesday, it's going to be Rand Hour. Me and Maeve is going to just be talking about what's happening in the NFT space. On Wednesday, it's going to be Asia Subgroup Projects. Uh, called Mahjong Sessions and on Thursday it's Hotbox whereby we you know we talk to you know up and coming projects or projects that are delivering doing well uh, have giveaway to give out you guys so if you guys love the vibe today do follow all the speakers here on stage and again see you guys again soon next week take care bye bye love all of you take
0: care take care thank you for having us on by the way
1: no problem bro talk soon talk soon take care bye bye
7: Take care, thank Thanks you. Thanks everyone. Take care everyone.
1: Hey. Yeah. Hey. yeah. yeah. Boys.
4: Yeah. Holla holla. 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 We
7: dum boys. Holla, holla. we dum boys. Holla holla. Them boys. Holla. 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 Them boys. Boys. holla holla. We making noise.
4: Holla. Holla.